0: The poem "Letting Go" uh, turned out to be two poems. There's uh, uh, a, a, uh, there there's, uh, there were two poems with the same title, which hmm. I, I really hadn't experienced much before. But uh, it it was uh, it was interesting because. With one of the poems was about letting. I was right at the crisis of uh, with Dory, of letting go of uh, the marriage. Hmm. But at the same time, you know, kind of like a perfect storm. I was having a, a crisis at work. So I had the double crisis, <laughs> you know, here. Uh, uh, Letting go of uh, it was it was uh, it was a very uh, depressing time, and, uh, uh, and and so the uh, the two poems addressed that. It it was uh, uh, it was kind of kind of interesting. Because I was at the same, oh, I know, I know the key moment. It was, it was a, it was a strange thing because uh, I was in the parking lot at uh, Disneyland uh, over in Anaheim, and I was sitting there, and I was early for a meeting of the uh, American Society of Training Directors. I was the in charge of. Training at uh, at the McDonald Douglas Company, and I was going to that meeting. I was just early, so I started to uh, uh, read a book uh, that I just pulled out and re uh, re-read uh, by Abraham Maslow, called toward a psychology of being. And uh, he has two modes of uh, 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 approaching thing. One is what he, he calls a uh, deficiency mode. When you look at yourself and your life in terms of what's wrong, and you focus on uh, uh ain't it awful <laughs> and and you get very depressed and and then this the second uh mode is he he called um uh, uh a mode of being and he says uh We don't really have a good psychology of being. So he wrote this book uh, around that theme. What would it be like if we really had a good psychology of being? Hmm. And he went through all of the uh, uh, elements of what that might be like. And uh, he ended up with 43 different criteria for developing a good psychology of being. And he came to the conclusion that uh, uh, it was going to be a real tough uh, task because we didn't really have a good grasp on what a healthy mind is, or, or the idea of good mental health. Had a lot of people working on it, but didn't have uh, uh, a good idea. And uh, the poem that I uh, had had written here uh, was the first part of it was. Am I in life by my supporting am i my wife, her cry aborting, and it was it was dealing with dory's uh difficulties a lot of which i was familiar with that she had a real problem in uh, her very early life which created for her uh, her asthma condition real se- uh, severe problems uh, in she uh, struggled to, uh, through all of that but A lot of the problems that we have in uh, early life uh, reappear in in various forms, Uh, and uh, she, right at that time, was going through a lot of struggles, just like I was, and you have two people trying to sort out their uh, difficulties. So that's the reason I had two poems, and I was trying to let go of my anxiousness about her problem that I I couldn't really solve. Then at the same time, poem number two started off, I feel for I, for mine, for my that I might feel here at this slippery crossroads where images rob me of reality and I lose the feel. That was me trying to deal with my own difficulties, uh, which uh, in a way Parallel the difficulties that she has and anybody else has too. In terms of uh, uh, dealing with uh, things that happen in the course of a life, and for me, right at that time, it was uh, a like a a double whammy of, of both uh, of both the uh, marriage and the uh, and the job, which were both in, in the toilet, <laughs> so, so to speak. Yeah. It, anyway, that that was uh, uh, that's what part of what I was dealing with this morning, in in terms of uh, uh, rereading the, uh, you know, now forty years later, looking back on that period of time in 1974 and uh trying to make sense of it. You know, I do see some similarities too. You're you're dealing with it much younger which is good news and bad news I suppose.
1: And the scary thing is that I feel like I'm behind the eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> which is even though it was happening to me earlier, still.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, whether, uh, whether you're dealing with a uh, uh, period of time that you're going through or the period of time that I was going through, uh, and there, th- uh, there are uh, a bunch of these periods uh, in a person's life. And now, you know, when, uh, here I am at 88 and uh, looking back at uh, being 44 or uh, being uh, uh, in the uh, uh, period between 25 and 30 where, where there is there is that that uh, it's the same. I called it a crossroads, and uh, I looked at at uh, Disneyland uh, parking lot as uh, <laughs> as a marker of that of that crossroads.
1: Yeah,
0: it's funny. Yeah, Cause it. it Good thing did come out of that, you know. As I went into, uh, it's an interesting thing. They call it uh, uh, Disney University, and what it is is a uh, a place for training people who uh, are going to work in the Disneyland Park, particularly managers and supervisors, but also people that hop in a. uh, Mickey Mouse uh, suit, and they go out into the <laughs> they go out into the park in there and uh, act <laughs> act like uh, uh, part of the entertainment. I guess it's it was it was a, a funny funny thing because they kind of. Uh, Dra- dramatized the relativity of all that
1: stuff. It, it almost meant a parody of indoctrination. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: and the, uh, and the, that was a, a good thing because uh, in one of the things that uh, uh, that the people that were working there at, at Disney in uh, training were. Uh, we're doing was to help us realize that we all play roles, you know. And at work, you're playing a role, and in in, uh, in life too, you're playing a role. Uh, <laughs> we're trying to learn how to to play play that role uh, well.
1: <laughs> it's funny. I've been interacting with a lot of people who are. Pretending very well,
0: they're they're pretend- <laughs> well that's what happens mm-hmm. you well, I can imagine you know in uh emergency situations you uh, you have to uh, put on maybe not a happy face but at least a, a face that's uh, going to give confidence to people who are worse off than you are.
1: It's an interesting game.
0: Yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah.
1: Would you like to read the two poems, the two letting goes? Mm, uh. Sure, we do that. Yeah, why not? Do you want to make
0: music? Yeah, sure. I'll do that too. (laughs)
1: I'll go sit down, so we'll get the noise of the chair out of the way.
0: You don't have to worry about Dory. She's uh, gone uh, off to uh, get some uh, new glasses. Okay, the first poem. Letting go. Am I in life by my supporting? Am I my wife? her cry aborting and husbandly to wife providing undoing of a life's deciding that you as captive of a way have but to follow and to stay and in a rut thereby Avoiding the advent of a life's unfolding. What in the depths of our involvement can hold the key to each life's quest? What kind of freedom and constraint can help release with restraint? How can a life in its relation find the newness of its waking in the moment of its urgency and yet sustain its shell? How can a parent let life go unto the future without anger, the restraint of birth in pain, and the fear of new awakening. June 10th, 1974, Monday. And now the second poem, the title, Letting Go. I feel for I, for mine, for my, that I might feel here at a slippery crossroads where images rob me of reality. I lose the feel. A little catharsis and release, a sob or sneeze, and then I hold. I hide myself within a world of habit. My way, my world, my style, myself, All come apart to reveal me, alone, afraid, ashamed to be the asshole of an entity. I own this visceral, this flesh. I am of it and wish to be the organ of my entity. My Way, My World, Myself, My Style. August 22nd, 1974. Good, good. That was great. Yeah, it came out good.
1: Grandpa. Wow. (laughs) That's a lot for a a tired guy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, not bad for just under three hours of sleep. (laughs) Since yesterday at 5 a.m. Wow. uh, Yeah. Not too bad. Well, you
0: know, that's the same thing that uh, goes on with uh, uh, doctors. You know, I I remember uh, uh, my friend Dave Armstrong was, uh, used to invite me uh, over uh, uh, when he was on emergency uh, service and uh, just out, He was just out of medical school, and I I go in there and. Uh, uh, You just kind of get a feeling of what it's like to be in uh, an emergency room. You never know what's going to happen next.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've been in a lot of emergency rooms recently. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: you're you're, you're going into that same uh, uh,
1: state. Yeah, it's interesting. It's amazing how calm everybody stays too. Oh yeah. And how there's a hustle, but it's a controlled hustle. Like everyone's just trying not to run out of the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You gotta you gotta stay in the stand in there.
0: Mhm. You gotta take a stand. Yeah. Well, Thank you me. know, that's not uh, a bad metaphor. Taking a stand. You you've got to take a stand, and uh, even though the uh, the patient may be uh, flat on a gurney or something, you know, <laughs> or less, the the consciousness may not be there at
1: all. Well, thanks again, Grandpa. Those poems are beautiful. <clears throat> it was a good thing to do.
0: Yeah. You know, you know, we finished all ten for this book. Excellent. And, uh, the, um, the cover on this book uh, by Robert Bella is—he uh, wrote this book after he retired. Uh, I knew—I knew, I knew of, of him when uh, he was much younger and in the midst of his career. And then after he retired, he—he uh, he wrote the book called. Religion in human evolution—really Re- uh, quite a uh, an accomplishment—but uh, uh, something kind of looking back on his whole career. And then the next one, just starting today, is uh, uh, is on uh, John Donne. Man of Flesh and Spirit. I just used uh, the, the picture here from uh, a, bi- a biography of uh, John Donne because he, he became a significant person in uh, my life because uh, uh, I was uh, in the midst of uh, some seminars with uh, Ira Progoff and uh, uh, somehow one of the girls in the class uh, called, uh, she had gotten my phone number and called uh, uh, one day, uh, and Dory answered the phone. And uh, so the, the girl said that she just wanted to leave a message for me. And her message was that um, she uh, had a dream about me and saw me as the poet John Donne. And so when Dory told me about that, I said, the poet John Donne, hmm, never heard of him. <laughs> and so it, it became... Uh, Became a a, a little uh, uh, thing with me over the years to try to uh, answer the question: Well, who who was John Donne, the poet? And it, it turns out that uh, he was uh, uh, he was a poet around the time of Shakespeare, who. Uh, was right at the uh, crossroads of the uh, uh, period of time when uh, science and religion were coming into conflict, particularly right then uh, uh, in uh, that uh, period of time where people were just beginning to explore that distant land that people were calling America. And uh, so uh, John Donne became a a significant person and right at that time uh, my daughter Wendy was uh, uh, she and I were uh, backpacking trips. And so on November 7th, my birthday, 1978, she uh, wrote me a birthday card. And uh, it was a quote from the poet John Donne. True and false fears let us refrain let us love nobly and live, and add again. Years and years unto years till we attain to write threescore. This, the second of our reign, a part of a poem uh, from John Donne called "The Anniversary." Kind of uh, uh, an interesting new beginning for uh, the next series of uh, ten poems. We'll see
1: what we'll see what appears. It's <laughs> <laughs> just kind of yeah. yeah, yep. Exciting stuff. I like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Wendy, you drew that. Is yeah, that the yeah. original? Yeah, that's original. That's the original. My goodness. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's the original uh, 1978 huh? yeah we were
0: uh, hiking up in the mountains and she she had a little uh, she says the poem from the anniversary by John Donne and behind it a mountain for you dad and so she drew a picture of a mountain this mountain is my picture of your element mountaintop associated with meditation and spiritual elevation. From the moment when the mountain divests itself of its terrestrial and material character and becomes the image of an idea, the more numerous the component elements pertaining to this idea the greater will be its clarity and force of symbols. Love, boo, XXX. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. Very
1: cool. Yeah. A little memory capsule from the late 70s. Yeah. I think she must have been about 16 or something like that. Very cool. No, oh, she has grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
0: yeah. Well, she just called to, uh, today, and we're going to try to get together at three o'clock. Very cool. Yeah, I go in. Uh, I go in uh, for uh, a new series of uh, uh, counter pulsation. Uh, Exercises, and uh, uh, so I'm going to start doing that every day at uh, uh, one thirty for the next thirty days. So uh,
1: we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Well, a lot of times uh, it's hard to tell whether it really produces anything or not, but it's. uh, it's something I've done th- three times before and it seems to help as far as uh, uh, the bl- blood flow through uh, arteries or collateral arteries.
1: Yeah, listen to your your body, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of the therapies that uh, they use for uh, uh, people who are with heart disease and it, 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 like a lot of stuff, you're never sure that it that it really works. But uh, uh, it's the best thing that's available.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks again, Grandpa. Love you. Thanks for sh- for sharing all this.
0: So, yeah. Well, I, you know, I think this. Uh, encouragement that you've given me to do this is a good thing. <laughs> it uh, gets me uh, not only uh, writing about it, but talking about it, which is uh, probably a good thing.
1: Indeed. Well, I hope people enjoy it too. Yeah, that's. that would be nice, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay.